Welcome to today's newsroom special with Liam Riley. If someone were to have a cardiac arrest in front of you, could you step in to perform life-saving CPR before paramedics arrived? Almost a third of adults in the UK said they couldn't, according to figures released today by the University of Warwick for Restart a Heart Day. The British Heart Foundation, which commissioned the research, says the figures show that lives are still being put at risk every day because not enough people know how to perform CPR. To tell us more, we were joined by cardiac nurse Ashley Lee. She was alongside David, who suffered a cardiac arrest in 2016, and Alex, who saved his life. Ashley, we'll start with you. So just how important is it for CPR to be performed whilst waiting for emergency services? Well, we know that every year thousands of people die from out-of-hospital cardiac arrests because not enough people know how to perform CPR. And if somebody is suffering from a cardiac arrest, so their heart has physically stopped pumping, performing immediate CPR and using a defibrillator can more than double their chances of survival. So you can see that it's vitally important that people intervene as soon as they can. Right, and are campaigns like Restart a Heart Day helping? Yeah, we think they are helping. We've done Restart a Heart for five years now, and we think that there's more people uh, who are keen to get involved, keen to have CPR training, and that in a cardiac arrest situation, people are braver and intervening sooner. But we still know that less than one in ten people across the UK will survive from an out-of-hospital cardiac arrest, and that's the survival rates are much lower here than they are in other European countries where CPR is mandatory, it's trained in schools, and as a nation they're more comfortable in their performance with CPR. So that's something that we're really trying to change and hoping to train over 200,000 people in CPR for Restart a Heart Day this year. And just how simple is the training? It's really simple. It takes 20 to 30 minutes. I think most people who undertake CPR training will be surprised at actually it's not very technical and it's just about knowing exactly what to do and when to do it so it's chest compressions and rescue breaths uh, and that's all there is to it and you perform that whilst you're waiting for emergency services to come. So it's very simple but it can save lives. Exactly it's so simple and you can more than double somebody's chances of survival so it's really important to get involved and doing something is much better than doing nothing. Okay, and David, you had a cardiac arrest in 2016, is that right? I did. And can you tell us a bit about that? Um, yeah, I was fit and healthy, um, no health issues whatsoever. I'd run a couple of midlife crisis marathons, and then one day in July 2016, I went for a swim at a local swimming pool. I'd finished the swim, got out, walked around the side, sat on a plastic lounger to uh, let my heart slow down and, and breathing return to normal, and then I had a heart attack, which then led to cardiac arrest, and I collapsed. And how are you now? I'm back to full health. I feel fine. And There's no after effects. And you owe a lot to Alex? Well, I owe everything to Alex. Without him, I'd be dead. Right, OK. So, Alex, did you ever think the training that you had would ever... You'd have to ever have to use it? No, I didn't. I just thought the training would... It would always become useful. But when the incident happened with David, at least in the back of my mind, I had that training. And that's why I kind of, when the incident happened, just got involved to save his life. So the training was a big part of it, but at the same time it was the willingness to get involved and help him. And do you believe it's something that we should all learn? Yes, 100%. I believe everyone should have the knowledge in doing it and the understanding training and also the confidence in getting involved to save someone's life is the main important thing also. So can you just tell us a bit about that day from your perspective? Yes, of course. Um, so the day happened where the call came over the radio and then when we ran to where David was on the pool, see, he was sitting on the sun lounge and then collapsed. So we had, there was a, probably half a dozen bunch of people there. Some helped, some didn't. And then we 
kind of put David on the floor, went through the CPR process of checking his breath, and then that's when he stopped breathing. So we went through the CPR, giving him the chest compressions and the rescue breaths, and that's when the defibrillator came in. And the defibrillator is a great bit of equipment where it talks you through the process if you're not too sure. And that's kind of how, how David's life was saved, the combination of all the people that are helping, doing the CPR and the defib until the emergency services arrived. Right, OK, so it is a vital piece of knowledge to have. it. So, Ashley, do you think this should be made mandatory in schools? Yeah, it should, and the government have announced plans to introduce it into the national curriculum in England from next year, which we're delighted about, and we're hoping that um, Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales will also follow suit and introduce it as part of a national curriculum so that we can create a nation of lifesavers and teenagers will grow up and throughout their adult life will be able to refer back to the training that they had because they have the knowledge and the skills to perform CPR whenever it's needed. And if people want to find out more about Restart a Heart Day, where can they go? If you want to find out more about Restart a Heart Day and CPR training, you can go to the BHF website, which is www.bhf.org.uk forward slash CPR. Ashley, David and Alex, thank you very much for talking to us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV.